Hi, I'm Jeff Johnson, and welcome to this episode of The Upload. I'm here with my um, generic colleague, Eugenia. <laughs> Just a, a vague stand-in person. No, she's critically acclaimed, actually. Ah, yes. Uh, hi, Eugenia. How you doing? Hi, I'm just swell. How are you? Awesome. Hey, I, I hear we're back. We're back with Ray Davis. As Ray you Davis. From a previous uh, episode, not version. Not version. Hi, Ray. <laughs> Ray was well. Ray was actually on a previous version. Actually, yeah. it's funny you mentioned that because Ray was on a previous version of Control Up, and that's kind of what we're talking about today. Is uh, is oh. the new? Is what's new? That's like this, a these newest versions of Control a Double entendre there. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Ray. Hey, how you guys doing? <laughs> welcome to our madness. Hey, yes, yes. Welcome. As I recall, as I recall from last time, last time we talked. Uh, you were running control up your previous company, and then you were um, then you you move companies, and you're like you had this withdrawal of control up, which is uh, it's it's common. Um, but the last time you were really diving down deep into control up, we made a lot of changes since then. I think you mentioned you were just getting into solve, but we yeah. wanted to bring <laughs> you back and kind of discuss some of the new things. Is that right, Eugenia? Right. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I wrote a blog when I did a control up upgrade maybe a little over a year ago, and that's when uh, Solve came out. Uh-huh. And then we started using Solve a little bit more, and then um, my jump ships. Great. I went to another company, <laughs> and so now it's kind of like you know, like I said, I'm <clears throat> I got it in my lab, but it's not a full fledged setup yet because I'm still building all that out. But there is a couple of features that you know I haven't dug into yet. Um, I have the links and I have the information, but I need to go read about it and understand the, the differences between the remote DX client and the. Well, let's, let's first start with solve. Okay. So you, so okay. you were, okay. you were using real-time DX. We have the, the cloud version and an on-prem version, right? So you were using the, the cloud version or the on-prem? That's correct. The cloud, cloud version, cloud version. Uh, against your Citrix um, deployment, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. So That's Eugenia, correct. we came out with Saul. How would you do, what's your elevator pitch? You know, he, so I know Ray's a little familiar with, with Saul, but we've even made improvements over this last year. So what's your elevator pitch? And then Ray, you can ask Eugenia some, some deeper questions in her pitch. Great. Thanks, Great. Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. All right. First and foremost, I'm not a salesperson. So elevator pitches, I'm more like that's an even, escalator, that's even, that's an escalator pitch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but so, so solve is the web-based version of the console. So it's all of the data that you know and love from the real-time console, but it's, it's as actually, Ray, as you said, it's snappier. It's more easily accessible. Uh, instead of having to know what to connect to, uh, you know, you don't have to go into the console and say, in order to see this session, I need to know what machine the session takes place in. So I got to connect to that machine. You don't need to know anything. You just need to know who you're looking for. What are you looking for and you can just search so all that data but made more easily accessible you can slice it and dice it you can filter on every single column uh, plus there's dashboards there's custom dashboard capability so it's, it's taking that real-time data and and just making it infinitely more useful and more easily accessible to you that's the high 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 level explanation and or escalator pitch of, of how <laughs> i would explain <laughs> yeah one of the things i liked about it is actually showed at the top, it had kind of a hierarchy topology where it showed you yes. coming in and it kind of gave you like a breakdown of 
like, Hey, you're coming into the outside. Here's the connection. You know, here's the service. Like it, it, at the top, if I can recall, and it was awesome because like, it kind of gives you the path they're taking. So the contextual thought, placement yeah. of everything, like, where are you in the, in the full environment, the topology of the full environment? Yeah. I have a question, yeah. Eugenia and Ray, how cool is it? Like if you were working from home or you were on vacation and you, something was wrong and you're going to help out, um, if you had to, to look at your Citrix environment, you'd have to VPN in and look at those tools, right? But with this, with single sign-on, you can just go right into Solve, web-based, because it's, it's uploading that information up into the cloud, right? And then just look through it that way without having to VPN. And how cool is that? Is that cool? It's at it least is. like an 11 on a scale of <laughs> 1 to 7, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Don't they have a mobile app too? We do have a mobile app. The The app is kind of almost like an alerts dashboard, basically. Yeah. So it's it's all the alerts, any like any trigger that's fired, it's kind of, you can see like a, like a dashboard of all of your, your triggers. That's I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that the other day on, um, I think it was Google Play. I was like, oh, wow. No kidding. Yeah. Hey, all right. All right. Right on. Okay. That's Edge. So we also came No, out- that's Solve. Oh, excuse me. That's Solve. Come on, Jeff. So we also came <laughs> out with, um, which over this last year, is um, remote DX that works with real-time DX. So what's your escalator pitch on remote DX, Eugenia? So remote DX is really key for those uh, those remote employees that are using their own, you know, their own devices for the BYOD kind of scenario. So if it's, you know, it's, it's my device, I'm using it to connect to the Citrix, you know, my Citrix environment or the, you know, maybe even VM or whatever, any kind of like virtual infrastructure. I'm connecting to that, you know, EUC environment through my personal device. Um, or maybe cor- I'm or gonna- corporate device. Well, yeah, you can use it on corporate yeah. devices, but EdgeX is extra awesome for that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, like sometimes EdgeX goes really deep in an okay. awesome we'll, way. We'll, but we'll get to that personal, in a second. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so you can see all the home network, you know, kind of data, you know, what's the Wi-Fi signal strength, what's the latency, all that kind of information. So it's kind of lets you get that visibility, that last mile uh, visibility for those remote employees. And it's like an additional metric set that you pull into the console. That's cool. So that's... uh. That's um, remote DX. That's remote DX. Yes. <clears throat> That's with a single DLL, Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how how the, how would that would have would that have helped you in your previous gig? Did you have people working from all over the place? I'm sure you did. With you know, since 2020, yeah. right? We did. Yeah, we did. Um, were you running into any problems with their home networks? I was. Uh, yeah, that, that's always a, a factor. And and the, the problem that I ran into was, you know, they had more of a kind of like a BY, BYOD device protocol. Yep. Mm-hmm. So people would bring in Macs, Windows 10 devices, and that was the, the constant, hey, my Citrix session is slow. And Control Up would say, hey, it's it's fine. It's, there's something <laughs> else going on. And, right. You know, so that's where I needed that console, the contextual data to say, Hey, look, um, there's something going on. I can, I can see a little bit. You need to check this because well, what happened is they would always tell the the service desk or whoever would say, Hey, reboot your router. And <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I had a, one time I had a, a guy that had a 12 year old Mac and he was connecting to his VDI session. He kept saying it was super, super, super slow. And his bandwidth was like 2.5, megabits per second or megabytes per second. And I was yeah. like, you got an extremely bad connection. Your overall bandwidth is super bad. 
So your, your ICA session is going to be really bad. So he's like, no, my computer is good. So <laughs> right. Yeah. I come to find out, I said, you know, I went a little further and I said, okay, well, give me your Mac, your, your name, the model. Well, I looked it up, come to find out I had a wireless B card and the wireless B setting. I think the most, the maximum data was like 10 megabits, megabytes per second that it can transfer. And I was like, well, that's probably your problem right there. <laughs> so his wife worked for another company and they use Citrix to log in. I said, do me a favor. When you can go to your wife's machine and log into our Citrix, let's get our portal and log into your desktop. And then I'll compare the metrics with what you're coming from, from a client side, the best that I can without the remote DX, obviously, to um, with a, another machine that has updated hardware. So he connected in right away and immediately his bandwidth went from two something to 50. <laughs> and he's like, wow, this is a lot faster. I was like, yeah. So it was, the problem is, is it's your Wi-Fi adapter, the, 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 the overall bandwidth that it can take, it just can't do it. So he didn't want to spend a lot of money. So I just told him to go to Best Buy and find a, a USB adapter that's at least wireless in. And uh, he went to done that and it was good. But that was so much work though to, to geez, get to that. Totally... It took me it took me about three hours to to give him all the metrics to show him all that. Where if I would have had a tool like this, I could have said, "Hey, look, here's a report. You know, I can guide you to, to tell you what you need to do." But yeah, it happens all the time. Um, and it, it's they blame Citrix, and it's the common denominator yeah, everywhere yeah. I go. Citrix, Citrix, Citrix. I'm like. The only reason people don't blame VPN is because the physical computer is right here. So in the background, yeah, your map drives, all your data stuff you're doing, yeah, you know, that will stop, but you're still clicking on your start menu. You're still clicking on your C drive, your D drive. So you in your brain, you're thinking, my desktop's fine because you're still physically clicking on it. Where Citrix, you know, it's all screen scraping. So if you have any network interrupting, your entire screen freezes. Therefore, <laughs> Citrix is the fault. But I guarantee you, if you actually look at the metrics of the ICA layer versus VPN, you would see the same thing in the VPN layer. You just don't see it because the machine's physically at, physically there. Therefore, it's kind of like a, a peace factor with people. I, I can't wait to have you back on when you start using remote VX and then we'll... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And see, I, I need to go read about it because I'm looking at the, the Edge DX and I see like a map and all this stuff. I'm like, good Lord, this is awesome. Oh, it is. It is so and, cool. You know, and I okay. don't know what they bought as far as the whole package yet. I need to find out. But so you um, mentioned you mentioned um, Edge DX. So Eugenia, let's go. Let's go down that path. No, 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 Jeff. How about you? What's your elevator or escalator? <laughs> oh, Just man, go okay. for it. Give me give me your worst. What, what you got? Yeah, I want to know. All right. All right. All right. So time to see how the turntable. So remote <laughs> remote DX works with real time DX. It's for virtual desktops, virtual applications. So whereas remote DX can get that home network uh, metrics and bring that into our dashboard, so then we can help troubleshoot that. That's all awesome. However, lots of people use physical devices uh, or endpoint devices. Uh, not in a virtualized environment. It's just a straight up laptop. Here's your laptop. Here's your applications. Go and work. Great. Edge DX is for those uh, devices. So think of real time DX for physical devices. That's our Edge DX platform. So we can get 
all the inventory from that machine. We can get the performance from that machine. We can get the application performance from the machine, network performance, home network performance. We can get all of the same things we love about real-time DX within Edge DX. That's just for our physical devices. And then so much more. Oh, and so that's much more. It. That's, uh, that's really cool. That's really, man, well, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm never, it's almost like I got to relearn all, all over. I feel like I've been out of the game for so long. But. Well, so here's, here's, here's one thing that's interesting is, is, uh, and, and Ray, I'd like to hear your, your, your thoughts on this also is if you take a look at like system, system center configuration manager or any kind of a, a security management tool or, you know, application deployment tool or inventory and, and all of that stuff. I like to think of those tools. Those are still needed. We have to have, you know, it's doing patch management, application delivery. We have to have all that stuff. I think of our tool set is around this digital experience management. So you still need to do patch management, but now if we're a kinder, gentler world, (laughs) right? I am concerned about your experience, Eugenia. And mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. is your device? How is your device running? How is your experience versus, well, reboot your device or try to install a different patch? I mean, that's a that's a totally different um, conversation. Although we we understand what patch levels those devices are on, right? But your experience working the device. So back to Ray, what what do you think about that? Is that does that kind of make sense? The the difference between you know, a configuration management tool versus a digital experience management tool? Yeah, that makes sense because that's a lot of, there's a lot of mis, mis, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Miscommunication concepts on system center configuration manager versus some of the monitoring tools because I hear that all the time. Well, I can do this in SCCM. Well, I can do that in SCCM. I'm like, well, yeah, maybe, but. You know, the SCCM is really designed for, in my, in, from my experience, Physical endpoints like imaging, you know, software updates, deployment packages, yeah, you know, software center. I'm not going to take that I, personally. I've tried, and it's just it's not it doesn't work really well. Take that and put it into a, a golden image, for an example, or yeah. you know, and deploy it. Now, I would do it on the physical computer, but I'm not going to be able to see all those metrics unless I go buy third party tools to add into SCCM. In that case, I might as well go out and focus on a company. That focal that that centralizes in performance monitoring. So like control like up like control up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so control up is already running that now, and now they have these other products for this. So it would make more sense to me to keep bundling that piece in to get the full spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and and I don't I don't think it's that much money. Honestly, it it, it depends on. And it's some like people don't look co- at it. It's like a cup of coffee. It's like a latte. It's less than a latte. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people don't really look at it like that. They're like, well, you know, we can use some of this stuff in house, but yeah, but man, you're spinning your, you're spinning your wheel so much trying yeah. to get that data. Well, you and, don't really get experience data from system center, like application load time or, or no. session responsiveness. You just don't get that information. Yeah. I, I, I stay away from SC Sam, honestly. Uh, I don't really. Or Intune. Same thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, some people is like, oh, that's crazy. You're a UC guy. You don't like SCCM? I mean, 
I don't know. I'm more around like if I'm going to do something like that, like PDQ or something like that, yeah. like something that's not as heavy. But anyways. Hey, hey, you know what? There's one more. Eugenia, what's my escalator pitch, elevator pitch on scout bees? What's, oh. what's your, you're asking me no, what's, yeah, what's your, your elevator what's pitch? Your? I mean, okay. So uh, I'm Jeff and this is my escalator <laughs> oh my pitch gosh. on scout bees. And this is exactly what I sound like because I'm Jeff. All right, so uh, scalpies is, is how you can. I'm I'm done being Jeff. That I cannot. Don't, don't <laughs> I make me go Barry White on you. How did you? Oh, I'm drove. I can't do that. I don't know how you do that. Oh man, no. But so so scalpies is. <laughs> wow. Rails. Was it ever on the rails, Jeff? Right now, I think like... not. Uh, but so scalpies is for uh, well, it's many things now. But so it's it started out as you know the ability to synthetically to do synthetic tests. Uh, so you can test the availability of your you know your published apps and desktops. Uh, there's also these network scouts, so you can run you know automated ping tests. You know you can uh, you know check DNS. You can do trace routes all in kind of an automated way. So every five minutes, every fifteen minutes, whatever. Uh, we actually have a new functionality now that's so incredibly cool. Like I'm, I guess I'm like veering off the escalator now i'm on like at the airport you know those like those sidewalks <laughs> yeah. that move now we're on one of those um but so there's like this, this baseline testing so whenever there's a successful test like so i want to have a scout that's going to you know go into a desktop and it's going to try and it's it going to try and log into a you know a, a published desktop it's going to try and open up excel yeah. whatever yeah and so and i and i know what it, what i want to look like when it does it successfully it'll take a screenshot it says this is what it looked like when i finally got here and you go yeah that's what it, that's what it should look like so now what you can do is you can say like okay of the screenshots, this one, this is exactly what it should look like. And then if it doesn't look like that, it fails. It'll alert That's you, say, awesome. hey, when I got in, like I got in successfully, but something was wrong. There's like a pop-up, there's, it didn't open up all, like something, it doesn't look like how it's supposed to look. That's so freaking cool. And that's, that's, that's what's <laughs> happening right now. There we go. Yeah, so. yeah, that's, 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 I've used it when it first came out, <clears throat> but at the time we had Radiant, and again, this is a couple of years ago, we had multi-factor and at the time it didn't handle that but mm. from from since i've been reading it looks like they integrated a lot of multi-factor yes third-party products in there and, and you know a lot of people want to go use the director's part the probing inside a director where it kind of assimilates the same thing it's you know like checks the apps checks the desktop but i i personally i set it up a couple times but it's like it's okay but like if you have a, a console that can literally simulate the login yeah. and give you screenshots and, That's badass. and traces, it was awesome because you can take that and say, Hey, every morning I'm going to check these 20 Zen app servers and I have to make sure this application is ready no matter what. So, you know, yeah. it's going to send you statistics and it's going to send it to the service desk and there's something going on. Well, Hey, guess what? It can't ping it. Why? Oh, it looks like it did a power reboot and, uh, the delivery controller didn't send an API call back. Right. Okay, cool. We got an issue. Let's go figure it out. And, you know, something like that, you know, and people are probably like, we well, can do all that with scripts. Yes, you can. You're right. However, <laughs> I'm not going to spend 12, 14, 16 hours trying to reinvent the wheel when control already has. That's right. just how I feel, right. you know, but some people. It's a very logical way to view it, Ray. <laughs> Love it. So, hey, Ray. Yeah. Let's, let's wrap it up. Ray, what are what are three things that you learned today? Three? Oh, gosh, I hope you were taking notes, man. 
Okay, one. Uh, There's three things. So One to three I, things, yeah. <laughs> well, I can give you three things. I, I learned the difference between remote DX and edge DX, where you know, edge DX is really for a physical metric footprint of a computer, the yep. metrics and performance. And remote DX is for, hey, I need to see the performance from uh, uh, if somebody using their machine to connect into a DDI session, like the network card or the overall bandwidth or the Wi-Fi strength. Yeah. And and then um, uh, uh, scout bees, um, as far as it actually being able to see a synthetic login, the pictures and report that if it doesn't re- show that and it alarms you, like that's that's the <laughs> it would be alarming. Alarm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, you nailed it. Like that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. But that was only two. That was three. No, that was no, three. no. That was three. So it was edge. it was remote DX versus edge DX and, and then scalpies and then oh. oh so is remote DX is one edge oh. okay okay I thought well, number one, one was you learned the difference okay okay uh, I see well, it was clever yeah okay. well I mean you can say that I mean I, they're they're comparatively the same but then again they're not from I guess a back end troubleshooting aspect you didn't learn that I do a really good Jeff impression I so learned I, I do uh, a great Jeff yeah. impression. Yeah. Look, I'm being Jeff again. Can All you right, tell the let's, difference? Let's, let's wrap that <laughs> on that on that word. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Jeff, and thank you for joining today's episode of the Upload with Control album. Here with my critically acclaimed, incredible, not even remotely vague or generic guest star slash podcast co-host Eugenia. Say hello, Eugenia. Hello, Eugenia. And Ray Davis, who is fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ray. I'm Jeff. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Oh, <laughs>